This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Clear and hold. Decisions have been made and orders have been given to advance the ground offensive into Gaza. Israel will never again risk its security on the possibility of an incursion originating from Gaza, putting the lives of Israelis in jeopardy. The IDF will methodically eradicate Hamas from Gaza. As I have noted, urban warfare is the worst kind, but we've gotten experience with it in Iraq and Afghanistan, so we're not newbies to this combat. Hopefully this experience will be quickly adopted by the IDF. There will be many different types of combat and support units involved in these combined operations. Special forces will take the lead as the tip of the sword in this combat. First, the IDF will clear a strip of land to create a buffer along the entire border inside Gaza to essentially push the point of initial contact back into Gaza. They'll do this to defend against a counterattack coming in the form of incursions from Gaza into Israel by Hamas. Next, the IDF will move into Gaza and create a forward operating base to bring materials, shorten lines of communications, and advance medical teams close to the action. The Israeli Navy will blockade the sea, and their air assets, which have been very busy, will engage any visible, identifiable targets uncovered by ground actions. The special teams will then move house to house, block by block, and tunnel by tunnel, to kill every combatant that they engage with. Then a clear and hold battle strategy will unfold. If you try to eat an elephant, you need to cut it into pieces and chew every bite. If they threw large elements of the IDF forces into a vast front in Gaza, they could get chewed up and bogged down. The strategy developed by U.S. Navy SEALs and Marines in Ramadi, Iraq, against Al-Qaeda, was to push into the area, have the combat engineers wall it off with barriers, and then methodically clean it out. Once clear of the enemy, it was held, while they then advanced again to take another bite. Using this strategy did not eliminate all casualties, but it did achieve the objective at minimal cost. Gaza represents a lot of bites and a lot of chewing with a lot of casualties, but it is really the only way to accomplish their mission. Civilians present complicate the process as they too have to be identified and cleared. They are doing all that they can to get them to move south while Hamas impedes this movement in order to use them as cover. As this process gets moving in the north, more and more of the civilians will get herded south. Hamas has had 17 years to prepare this battlefield and dig deep into a sophisticated subterranean lair that was many years in the making. Their command and control center is reportedly located directly under a hospital full of Palestinian wounded. The tunnel system built by Hamas almost defies belief. It makes the clear part of a clear and hold operation deadly. Hamas can move fighters under, around, and behind advancing forces using the tunnels. Clearing the surface of the enemy is incomplete until they have also cleared what is under them in the ground. They do have bombs that can penetrate deep, but the expanse and volume of the network needing to be destroyed is formidable. This is probably the most comprehensive mission to clear and hold an urban area ever attempted in the history of warfare. I think that we will assume that they will get it done, but Israel really has no other choice. It cannot live alongside a terrorist region that they do not have control of to be able to defend themselves from. A fence and electronic monitors did not work. Rockets are still being fired from Gaza, and until that ends, Israel is not in control, nor have they neutralized the threat coming from Gaza. 
The noise of empathy for the Palestinian people is growing louder around the world, and the noise could become deafening. Even Biden begins by telling Israel that we're not going to tell them what to do, and then join those calling for a humanitarian pause, telling them what to do. I think that this is one of those times when the empathy has to come later after the mission is accomplished and the elephant is eaten. Hamas very much wants a wider war. They have to be elated at the widespread support that they have generated despite being brutal savages. President Erdogan in Turkey has been a major disappointment. They are the most questionable, untrustworthy member of NATO. They should not be a NATO member, but Turkey controls the Dardanelles Strait connecting the Mediterranean with the Black Sea and allows their insurlect air base besides being a key regional player. Erdogan pees in our tent all the time. Iran has military capability, but when they add up what they would lose by engaging with the West and Israel, the cost to them is prohibitive. The crude oil market is serving as the thermometer of how hot the collective opinion is over prospects for a wider war. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information and marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Futures trading involves risk. The risk of loss in trading futures and or options is substantial, and each investor and or trader must consider whether this is a suitable investment. Past performance is not indicative of future results.